What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me here for this Thursday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We are a Sports Ethos presentation, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You guys can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB. We post all of our new podcasts, articles, different news and notes. Everything we got going on on the baseball side does get shared out on Twitter at EthosFantasyBB. So make sure you're throwing a follow down over there. If you're not on Twitter as much, go to SportsEthos.com. If you hover over the MLB tab, you'll get nearly all that same content. And I say nearly because you don't get the same tweets that you know our guys are tweeting out throughout the day, my different notes that I post, Tyler's notes, Andrew's notes, everything that we got going on. You get most of it on the website, but if you're following on Twitter, you get that full experience, which is why I give you the handles at the beginning of every show to go and follow. Guys, today we are going to do what I was going to do tomorrow. I've kind of flip-flopped the order here. So I recorded an episode just about 10, 15 minutes ago with Vlad Sadler and with Ryan Bloomfield. Now, today was the day we could make it work in terms of recording. That one's going to go out tomorrow. It's going to be episode number 300 for us. Insanity. Uh, it's insane that we've already got to 300 episodes. I guess they just kind of rack up if you go every single day like I do. They will just kind of snowball on you. And you, you I, It's crazy that we've gotten here to this point already. Uh, we're going to be at 500 and 1,000 before we know it. But I wanted to have those two guys on for a special one. That's why I, I'm putting it out tomorrow. Uh, I didn't want to have them on for episode 299. I guess I could have, and it wouldn't really have mattered. But I did want to commemorate the milestone episode with a couple of great guests. We just finished up recording that one, talking about our draft day regrets, looking over April trends a little bit, talking about some news and notes, Matt Mervis getting recalled, you know, the Wander Franco uh, messing around with the ball in the infield yesterday, what their thoughts were on that. We talked about a whole different uh, sub number of subjects. And we also took a couple of questions that you guys sent in over on Twitter. So it was a great show. That one will be out tomorrow morning. It'll be out earlier than you guys are usually expecting the show to come out. They are typically late afternoon, early evening. But because we've got it recorded a day in advance, that one will be out in your feeds, hopefully for your commutes tomorrow morning. But we are going to spend today doing what I was going to do tomorrow. And let's talk about some weekend streamers. And I've highlighted, let's see how many I've got here i got 11 potential streamers that we are going to talk about. Usually I just do Saturday and Sunday because I use streamers on Friday. But because I'm doing it on Thursday, I can also include a couple of guys who are pitching tomorrow that I definitely think are going to be worth considering here. I've got options in shallow leagues, in your average size leagues, in deeper leagues. We're talking about a whole number of different options here. We're going to start off, we're going to go chronologically here, and we're going to start with Edward Cabrera. Edward Cabrera is going to be facing the Cubs in Chicago, and he has looked really, really good recently. Starting off the season a little bit rough, especially in terms of the way that he was walking batters. His last few starts have been very good, and I'm going to throw away the one against Atlanta in Atlanta because that's a very tough matchup. It is understandable that one did not go as well as we were probably hoping for against Atlanta. It was four runs on four hits with four walks, over four and a third innings. He did strike out six in that game, but overall it was not the greatest effort. If you look back at the other three most recent ones, at Philly, where he gave you five strong innings. He got the victory going six against San Francisco. And most recently, his outing against the Cubs, he threw a career-high 12 strikeouts over five innings. Now, the control is still an issue, for sure. You know, his walks are a bit of a nightmare, but I don't think that should keep you away from streaming him in the right situation. I think there's a good chance for a victory here. I mean, neither team we're talking about is great, so victory is kind of you know, in, in flux a little bit if you're going to be actually expecting it or not. I think there's a good chance we could still see him uh, come away with the victory, though, in a game against the Cubs. Neither team is 
that good. 15 and 16 versus 16 and 15. But I do think Cabrera, I have a, a good degree of confidence in him there. I have him in a lot of leagues, in 15-team leagues. But I think that for tomorrow against the Cubs, you probably look at him even in a 10 or a 12-team league. And I, I think that he could be fairly viable, even in your shallow formats. He's only 51% rostered in Yahoo League. So it's about a coin flip. If you're going to be able to find him or not, you should likely find him on a lot of 10-team waiver wires. And I think that you should be uh, looking into if you can add him in for tomorrow's start or not. He's probably the guy that I would prefer out of the options for Friday. Now, if we keep going, we'll take a look at Bailey Ober. He gets Cleveland. Bailey Ober is interesting. I don't think he's a great pitcher, but I think it's a good matchup. He's coming off of a strong first start of this, or strong first two starts of the season uh, against Washington and Kansas City. Again, not great opponents, but Cleveland isn't the greatest opponent either. You know, Cleveland so far this season is 14 and 17. They're 25th in runs. They're 25th in batting average. They're 30th in slugging. They're 29th in homers. They're stealing bases. Good for them. They're second in steals, but their offense has been pretty poor overall this season. So I think Bailey Ober against Cleveland will make for a really strong play as a streamer. And even in DFS, you know, I've kind of moved away from DFS content because it's not legal where I live anymore. Thanks, Ontario. But I think Bailey Ober will probably be a reasonable salary tomorrow. And I think against Cleveland, we could see uh, some pretty good returns. Five-plus innings with five or six strikeouts, potential for a win. I definitely like Bailey Ober as well tomorrow. The third option is Josiah Gray. And Josiah Gray is, or I should just tell you actually real quick, uh, Bailey Ober is rostered in, at this point, 26% of Yahoo League. So he's still pretty widely available. Josiah Gray has been one of my... Guys, like not that I was drafting him a lot, but somebody that I've really liked back from when his time uh, in the minor leagues in the Dodgers system. I really think that he's going to be a good pitcher, and he's starting to put it together this season. Last year was tough. You know, he had a 5.02 ERA. He's pitching for a bad team, going to limit wins for the most part. But you know, if you look at even this, these last three start, even if you look at the whole year, really, if you throw away that first start again against Atlanta, tough opponents are going to give you a tough time here and there. But you know. Other than that first start against Atlanta, he's done well at Colorado, at Los Angeles versus Baltimore. Great start in New York against the Mets. And most recently, it was six strong innings against the Pirates, which just one run allowed six strikeouts. For the year, he's got a 2.67 ERA, a 128 whip, which is still a little bit high, but he's producing. He's striking batters out, and he's doing it against the good teams and the bad teams. Tomorrow at Arizona, I think that's a pretty good matchup for him. Arizona. Kind of tricky to nail down. I thought they were going to be like a really, really strong team, and they've been a pretty strong offense. So far, I think they've exceeded expectations. Uh, and this is probably a little bit of a risky one because Gray can give up some home runs here and there. Uh, you know, there, are, There is some risk associated with it. Arizona's offense has been pretty solid. Um, so I'd probably put him below Edward Cabrera and Bailey Ober for tomorrow, but he has been really good, and I would bank on him probably giving you a good start again tomorrow. Not that I think it's set in stone, uh, he's not the guy I'd prefer, <clears throat> but I still think there's a good chance that we're going to see a really good outing from Josiah Gray tomorrow as well. Saturday is where we have the bulk of our streaming options. There are six potential candidates to stream in here. We're going to start with Drew Smiley. Drew Smiley has looked really good, and this one, it's going to be kind of trickier to find him. He's jumped up to 61% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. He's been really good this season with a 2.83 ERA. Strikeouts aren't crazy, and we saw it last time out. Only two strikeouts against Washington in seven innings, but he only allowed one earned run. He's been doing it, again, against the good teams and the bad teams. His first start of the year against Cincinnati at Great American Ballpark was shit. It was awful. But since then, he's gone through Seattle, Los Angeles twice. That's the Dodgers. San Diego, and then Washington. Strikeouts are really weird uh, if you look at his game logs. Seven and two-thirds against the Dodgers on April 21st, 10 strikeouts. Seven innings against Washington, May the 1st, two strikeouts. 
It's very tricky to figure out how many you're going to get from him, but probably in the five to six range is what you should expect against a team like Miami. Decent chance for a victory. I think, you know, it's kind of a toss up there, like the same thing with Edward Cabrera, same matchup. Decent enough chance where I think that he is the better pitcher in those in that matchup, and I think Edward Cabrera is as well for the Friday game, where I would be pretty confident saying eh, they're a decent chance of getting a victory. Now, Cabrera's facing Justin Steele, and Drew Smiley is facing Brian Hoang. So for sure, Smiley has the better matchup. I know Justin Steele's been very good so far this season, but I think it's probably, maybe not likely, but a toss-up chance uh, for a victory there. And then I think decent chance uh, for Smiley if all things go well. But he is somebody that I'd be looking at. Probably more so in your 12-team leagues, 61% rostered. I think he's probably, eh, maybe he's maybe he's rostered in those leagues already. It, it really, you just got to take a look at your waiver wire. 61% is kind of a tricky number. Maybe he's rostered in some 10-teamers. He is rostered in a couple of my leagues on Yahoo, 10 and 12-team leagues. So you kind of just have to take a look and see. But at 61%, there should be some room there to find uh, Drew Smiley on at least one of your waiver wires. I wouldn't be shocked if you could still find him somewhere. Tyler McGill. Let's talk Tyler. Siler McGill here. Maybe he doesn't earn, uh, maybe he doesn't deserve the Siler title at this point. He's been pretty good this year. Not amazing, but he's got a 4-1-1 ERA. He's got three victories over his 30 innings. He has not been great, but it's a really good matchup here against Colorado. Colorado sucks. They are 11-20 so far this season. Their runs, uh, they're 23rd in runs. They're 13th in batting average. 20th in on-base percentage, 18th in slugging and they are 25th in home runs as a team. Good thing here is that they are not at Coors Field, so you can take all those stats and dumb them down just a little bit because their overall st- uh, their overall totals will be inflated a little bit playing at Coors Field. So I, I do not think that there is much risk here with Tyler McGill. There is still some. He is not you know a solid enough pitcher where he's a set it and forget it or anything. That's why he's 29% rostered. But I think that he is a fairly viable streamer here as well. Maybe he won't give you so many strikeouts, but I think a win is very likely if he's able to go through five innings against this lineup against Colorado here. Don't think it's too tough of an opponent, and I would be banking on him likely pulling away uh, five innings, five strikeouts, and a victory. That would be my estimation for Tyler McGill at 29% rostered in Yahoo Leagues right now. Let's talk Logan Allen. His first two starts have been really good. Eight strikeouts in each one, or excuse me, at Boston and versus Miami. He gets Minnesota. Uh, That will be coming up on Saturday. Minnesota is okay as a team. They're doing, I mean, they're top of their division, but I mean, it's not really saying much when it's the AL Central. For what they've done so far offensively, they're uh, 23rd in hits. They're 24th in batting average. They are 8th in home runs, which is pretty good. Overall, not that impressive, though. They're, they're really not that great of a team here. I am not going to be too worried about starting Logan Allen here against Minnesota. With a rookie, you never really know what to expect, but I think that he's a pretty safe option. He's 38% rostered in Yahoo Leagues, somebody that I would be taking a look at if he is still available, because I think that he's going to start to get added up a lot more as the season goes on. Of course, it'll depend on how he does, but I think that that 38% will probably, even just by tomorrow, by the time you're hearing this, be well over 40, probably 45, close to 50% once people start anticipating uh, the weekend starts. And maybe that won't happen tomorrow. Maybe it'll happen more Saturday morning. But you can get ahead of the curve there if you are interested in Logan Allen because people are going to continue to add him up. It won't be 38% for long if he continues to pitch the way that he has. Brady Singer, let's talk Brady Singer, which has been a tough subject so far this season. He's been picked up and dropped in a few leagues. I picked him up in one of my 15-team leagues where he was dropped because, well, he's starting against Oakland, and I also think that he's a lot better than what he's given us so far this year, which is an 849 ERA. He's certainly a lot better than that. A lot of people have given up on him. He's down to 48% rostered in Yahoo leagues, but we're talking Oakland here. 
you could throw out, you know, your grandmother against the Athletics, and they'd have a decent chance of a quality start at this point. They are absolutely awful. I'm going to pull up the stats just for a laugh, uh, just to see if they're actually basement everywhere. They're 6-25 and 25 on the season, so they're 25th in runs, 27th in hits, 29th in batting average, 19th in home runs. Really not a strong team here. I'd be comfortable throwing out pretty much anybody against them, but I think this is a get-right opportunity for Brady Singer. He's had a couple of good starts this year. For the most part, it's been ugly, but I think against Oakland, he's going to be somebody who's not that high rostered, not that high owned, I guess you could say. And I think that there's a good chance we'll still see him give you a really good start here against a terrible team. Just a truly atrocious team, 6-25 and to start the season. The year's already over for them. It sucks. Uh, the franchise is done pretty much at this point. But let's talk about uh, something a little more cheery, and that's Alex Cobb. I am a huge, huge Alex Cobb fan. You guys know this forever. He's actually been very, very good this season. His last start wasn't the greatest. He gave up three runs over five innings against San Diego. He did strike out seven, and the strikeout's been pretty good for him this year. 33 of them in 33 in the third innings, 243 ERA and a 129 whip. He faces Milwaukee. This one will be in San Francisco at home for him. Milwaukee is doing pretty well this season. I just don't know if I'm really you know, believing that their stats are legitimate. And even though they've done well, it's not really on the basis of their offense. They're mid-pack, 22nd in hits, 15th in runs, 18th in on-base percentage. They're 19th in homers. They're just kind of okay. It's more been their pitching that has done really well for them. They're second in runs allowed, eighth in hits allowed, you know, third in ERA as a team. That's where the bulk of their you know good record has come from, not so much from their batting order. So I think Alex Cobb here, regardless of the opponent, I would have been happy to stream him if he's available. But I think against Milwaukee, it's a pretty safe bet. He's 67% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. I think that you're probably not going to find him in a lot of them. But if you're talking about a more shallow league, there's a decent chance that you can get Alex Cobb in a 10 or maybe even a 12-team league at this point because people are still kind of hesitant to buy in. I've been bought in on him for a while, and I think that there's a good opportunity here for a victory, for a good number of strikeouts. The strikeouts have been very solid this year for him. You know, he threw that complete game against St. Louis where it was only four of them, and he had the bad outing against the Dodgers where he was only through three and two-thirds. Other than that, he's got six Ks in all of his starts. I think we're going to see at least six, seven Ks from him. And again, a decent chance of a victory here. Uh, let me see who the opponent, uh, who the opposing starter is, because I honestly can't remember off the top of my head here. Uh, who is pitching for them? Let's see. Oh, it's going to be Colin Ray. So it's not even one of their, you know, it's not like we got Burns or we got Freddie Peralta going or somebody that we have to even be a little bit worried about. Colin Ray is not somebody that I, I'd be particularly fearful of on the on the opposing side of that if you're a San Francisco bat. So I wouldn't really worry so much about him, um, you know, doing doing a lot against the San Francisco lineup. I think there's a good chance for an Alex Cobb victory with good strikeout numbers and just good production across the board. Let's talk Mackenzie Gore. Mackenzie Gore has been really good this season. He's only up at 51% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. His last start was not the greatest against the Cubs, but overall we're looking at strong strikeout numbers, 39 of them in 31 innings, a 377 ERA, and he will face those Diamondbacks. So Arizona, I think they're a good team. But I think they're still at the point where you can stream against them successfully and it's not going to be the end of the world. Still too early to know exactly how they're going to pan out. The offense has been pretty good. And they are, like I said earlier, exceeding expectations. But I still think they're a team you can stream against, even if you're not likely to get a victory here for Mackenzie Gore. Hoping for good ratios with good, solid strikeout numbers. He's been giving you solid strikeouts the entire season. I would expect that to continue here for him, at the very least. Like, he might not be somebody where you add him thinking you're going to get a victory, 
you know, they are the worst team in that matchup for sure. But I think you can bank on solid strikeout totals, and you're hoping for good ratios as well. Let's talk Sunday. There's two guys that I'm looking at Sunday. One of them that I mentioned yesterday, Mason Miller. Mason Miller is going to be very interesting for this weekend against Kansas City. If you have not added him already, you definitely should. He's looked really good so far this season with 17 Ks in 15 and a third innings, a 3.52 ERA, and a sub-1 whip to this point. He's coming off a seven-shutout, no-hit innings against Seattle the other day. We talked about that one at length yesterday. If you want to go back and listen, we talked about the Millers, Bryce, and Mason and their battle. But he's somebody where he should be abrostered in a lot more than 29% of leagues. I know there's worry about the bad team context, about how much he's going to pitch this year. It doesn't matter how much he's going to pitch this year at this point. You add him up, you get the production in for now. At the very least, even if you don't have long-term faith in Mason Miller for whatever reason, stream him against Kansas City. He might be the number one streamer that I have for this weekend in terms of everybody. He is really interesting to me. I think he's going to be a stud, and he has a great matchup against a terrible team here. Wind's going to be kind of tricky, I think, because of how bad Oakland is and, in general, how hard it is for their starters to come by victories. But I think you're looking at solid production and strikeouts and ratios here. At the very least, and against Kansas City, it is very possible we see them uh, get their first starting pitcher victory of the year. I don't think that they got one yesterday. Uh, that would be their first starting pitcher victory of the season if it does hold. Let me just double-check uh, and see what happened yesterday with them because I honestly can't remember now. Uh, yeah, they lost 7-2, to so there is no starting pitcher victory yesterday. We'll see if Mason Miller can be the first one this season to get one for Oakland. I would not be at all surprised. One more guy we're going to talk about here, Hayden Wesneski. I was kind of interested coming into the season. He looked pretty bad to start off, but three of his last four starts have been really good against Oakland, against San Diego, and against Washington. His start against the Dodgers was not great, but still, over the last couple of weeks, you're looking at 15 innings over his last three starts. Looking at 293 ERA with a 104 whip. Not a lot of strikeouts that are going to come from him, most likely. He had seven earlier this year against Oakland, but again, that's Oakland. They are terrible. They are like a double-A, triple-A quality team. They're, they're honestly atrocious. I think you're probably going to get low strikeout totals, but a decent enough chance here for a victory as he'll be facing Miami at home. There's certain players where you got to look at for certain stats, right? And these are mostly, we're going to be talking about head-to-head leagues streaming in for the weekends. Maybe you got some Roto Daily Changes most of the Roto Leagues, actually all the Roto Leagues I'm in are weekly changes where the head-to-head ones are daily. If you're looking for strikeouts, you know, you go for your Edward Cabrera, Josiah Gray to some extent, you know, Logan Allen. You look at Mason Miller. If you're looking for your ratio reducers, you're looking for somebody who is likely to give you a victory. You got your Bailey Ober. You got Tyler McGill. You got Brady Singer. Brady Singer is still kind of tricky to to nail down what he's going to be this season, but he'll be a lot better than this nine ERA he's given us so far. And against Oakland, it's definitely a chance for him to get right here. Know your ba- know your categories. Know if you need to stream, because sometimes we get caught up in, yeah, I have two ads left for the week, and I'm going to use them. You don't always need to use them. You don't always need to start all your pitchers, especially in head-to-head. You might get to a Sunday, and you might not need to start Spencer Strider on a given Sunday because you've already taken care of all your ratios. You've got wins settled. you got everything settled then that's the nature of head-to-head. Sometimes you just don't need anything. Sometimes less can be more. So definitely keep that in mind as you're setting your lineups, as you're making pickups for this weekend. All of that is going to be really, really important. But guys, I'll let you go there. We'll do a little bit of a shorter show today. we got a full hour-long show coming up for tomorrow. Like I mentioned, Vlad Sadler from FTN Fantasy and Ryan Bloomfield from Baseball HQ. They joined me for a great conversation where we talked about April in general, what we've seen from pitchers, Matt Mervis we touched on a little bit, our biggest draft day regrets, players we wish we had more of. 
lot of a lot of fun topics for tomorrow's show. So definitely be hitting the subscribe button. Hitting the five star button would be really ideal as well. Letting us know what you think of the podcast. And guys, uh, just make sure that you are keeping up with all of our content here at Sports Ethos because there is a lot. We are growing every single day. Go ahead and follow Ethos Fantasy BB on Twitter, E-T-H-O-S-F-A-N-T-A-S-Y-B-B. Just nearly at 1,000 followers. I want to hit that over the weekend if we can. That's a goal of mine. So make sure you're logging in, hitting the follow button if you haven't already. I'm sure most of you have, but that's why I pick at you and annoy you here at the beginning and the end of these shows, just to make sure if you haven't, you are, so you're getting all of our great content from these writers that we got going on and all of our podcasts as well. Got a couple of new announcements on the podcast front, which we will save for next week. But guys... Make sure you're staying safe over the course of this weekend. Make sure you're seeing family. Make sure you hang out with friends. You enjoy. You relax. Have some, you know, a couple of drinks. Watch some baseball. But we'll see you again Monday. We'll do. Well, I guess we'll see you again tomorrow. Uh, I recorded the Friday show before the Thursday show, so I'm all wrapped up in my head here. Everything's all confusing. But we'll see you tomorrow, and then I guess I'll see you again next time. I'll be behind the mic. We'll be on Monday, where we'll talk about some two-star pitchers, and we'll go through the weekend and all that great stuff. But guys. Really appreciate you hanging out. We're at 300 episodes now, so go ahead, if you haven't already, go listen to the one uh, from today or from tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this, God. I'm, I'm all confused. i got to stop talking here. Go listen to the episode with Vlad and Ryan. It was a lot of fun. And make sure that you are subscribing to all of our great content. But, guys, have a great weekend. Take care. We'll see you on Monday.